From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, March 23rd. As the weather becomes warmer in Moab, that means one thing to some locals, skate season. Skate Moab held their first event of the season over the weekend, an all-ages family skate at the Old Spanish Trail Arena Pavilion, where the track is smooth and so is the music. Local Jasmine Duncan is the lead organizer for their events this year, and we check in with her about the joy of skating for this audio portrait. I'm Jasmine Duncan. And what else do you want to know? All of it? Well, I do some property management in Moab, but I live in Castle Valley and have a few hats out there as well. I am the mayor of Castle Valley, yeah. <laughs> I'm a member of the fire department for 15 years, and then I uh, am a member owner of Skate Moab. Um, I skated as a kid, and then I went to, I think it was the first, yeah, Midwinter Mayhem that the Derby team was doing and decided that's what I wanted to do. So I got back into skating with the Derby team. And I actually, I waited um, until I was covered under my uh, job's health insurance before I before I joined, yeah. <laughs> For obvious reasons. <laughs> well, that's just the thrill of it, you know. Yeah. Going fast on things with wheels. It's fun, joyful, it's yeah. exciting. You know, I mean, I have wheels attached to my feet and I can fly around as fast as I can and I can't get out of it, you know. What beats that? (laughs) Well, um, at the time that I skated as a kid, I was living in Grand Junction, so they had a roller rink. It was just like this, except, you know, dark with mood lighting and music, you know, just kind of like what we're trying to do here, Um, except it was indoors, of course, and... There was always a lot of people. It seemed like there was, you know, I think a lot of people at that time would just drop their kids off and and leave them there. Yeah, well, so this is a, a new one this year is Sunday Skate. And this is an all-ages family skate. Um, it's open to anybody. And so this will be a, a once-a-month event from 1 to 3 p.m. Um, typically, we're shooting for the third Sunday of the month. There will be some exceptions. And then we do a once a month adult skate night. So that is our disco night. And that is uh, 18 years and older. And we try to have a DJ for that event. So we're out here at the Spanish Trail Arena Pavilion for that from 7 to 10 p.m. And then our Friday family nights are 6 to 8 p.m. And same type of deal as this, Any all ages welcome. And then the final Friday of the month is free for locals. Usually we're pretty busy for that one, yeah. Oh man, you know, you see people can do some spins and jump around and do 360s and all kinds of fun stuff. I, I'm not a real trickster myself. Like you said, I just like to go fast. I like to speed skate. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> but people definitely have some amazing moves to show off. Have you ever tried to dance a little bit out there? I don't necessarily play around too much here, but you know, I have a kitchen. <laughs> That's where my dance moves happen. <laughs> but this was an amazing day. But, you know, earlier in the week it looked like we might get rain this afternoon and we didn't. So I think our high vibration is just keeping it away. <laughs>
That's Jasmine Duncan, who, along with a crew of passionate skaters, is leading the Skate Moab events this year. Their mission is to build community through the joy of skating. And their calendar for doing so is filling up. Tonight is 18 and up disco night, and Friday is free family night for locals. Find more info at skatemoab.com. A new documentary tells the story of the Mojave Desert tortoise as Washington County officials plan to put a road through protected habitat. It premiered last week in St. George. From our partners at KUER, Lexi Peary has more. The Good, the Bad, and the Slow is by Washington County filmmaker Hans Glassman. It's about tortoises living in the Red Cliffs Desert Reserve north of St. George. Glassman says he hopes people who view the film leave wanting to learn more about their own backyard and maybe be inspired to protect it. People like to bring the tortoise up because it drives a wedge in conversation. You're either for the tortoise or against it. I hope that with the documentary I'm trying to show that no, it's not about that. It's about this land is for all of us, it protects all of us, and it should be important to all of us. Alexander Francisco Valencia says he decided to attend the documentary premiere on a whim. He says it's left him wanting to do more to protect the Red Cliffs area. I have strong values in preserving nature and the beauty of the landscape because, honestly, the movie that we just saw, I mean, kind of just drove it home, and it's really what brings people here and prosperity to our area. Local conservationists are currently suing federal agencies to stop the Northern Corridor Highway from intersecting tortoise habitat. For KUER News, I'm Lexi Peary in St. George. That report comes from our partners at KUER. Some Western tribes are rebuilding herds of bison, an animal that was once a primary food source. And they're getting help from an unlikely partner, our region's largest city. Dave Rosenthal of the Mountain West News Bureau reports. Denver recently gave 33 bison to tribal communities in Colorado and two other states. Most went to the northern Arapaho's Wind River Reservation in Wyoming and to the Arapaho and Cheyenne communities in Oklahoma. Denver had been auctioning bison from the two small herds in its conservation program, but last year it began working with tribal leaders to donate some animals. Denver's bison live in parks in the foothills of the Rockies. The city has some 14,000 acres of parkland there, including Buffalo Bill's gravesite and the Red Rocks Amphitheater. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Dave Rosenthal. This report is from our partners at the Mountain West News Bureau. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, March 23rd. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.